Welcome back to one more episode of Sales with Aslan. Tab, good to see you. Glad we're back in the studio. Excited about our topic du jour. You've been out in the field. You're coming back with stories of what the, the most successful leaders are doing. But before we dive into that, Tab, how the hell are you? How you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I've been working from the beach this week. You know, that just... It works. It's nice. Well, Tab, it's nice. You're working from the beach, but you look like you have like a Picasso or a Da Vinci yes. or a Monet or something behind you. I mean, what well, is? You look like you're in a museum. It's very exactly. Very impressive. I, I like to surround myself with fine things, Tom. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. No, I don't. <laughs> this was I don't found at a. <laughs> this was from a garage sale, and yeah, I'm sure it, looks, it was repaired. Very impressive. <laughs> beach house with a painting. It's Vincent you know. Bob Snow. Is it's a Vincent Bob Snow, which is a very little known artist from down here. It's a Picasso by Van Gogh. The pan, <laughs> panhandle of Florida. <laughs> Back so, in Paris. Uh, anyway, yeah. so for those of us. Those of you who are listening to this podcast and not watching, which is 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Having a beautiful painting. And uh, I digress. Uh, seriously, I am, um, uh, as we talked about the, the topic today, I always love when you come back from the field and you've been working with a lot of different organizations right now. I know we're rolling out a lot of training globally, which mm -hmm. I love the, I, I love when we, we we are training all over the world, which sounds like um, it's like kind of egotistical statement, but it's not. It's not really about our reach. It's the fact that it's interesting to see how humans work, regardless of culture. Exactly, it's it just is amazing. True. They all say the same thing. They all believe the same yeah. thing. The core fundamentals are all true. Yeah, and what works works in Italy or um, like the, the new one is uh, Poland. It's like yeah. Uh, where were some of the other places? Well, we're right now to this week. I mean, you know, Cairo, Cairo, Egypt, yeah, um, okay. Dubai, we've got, uh, Portugal, um, rolling out all over the Nordics and, you mm -hmm. know, Stockholm and Copenhagen. And I mean, and it's just, it's, it's, yeah. it's so fun. Italy, which is not, is never a bad mm -hmm. place to be, no, but like it is, it is global truths. Yeah, I mean, it's human global, truth. It's human. I'll never truth. forget the yeah. first time I ever trained where they had, you know, I was, I was the first time I ever trained internationally and I was, they did not speak a lick of English. I think okay. I was, I was, I can't you remember. You were in Mexico, weren't it was you? Definitely, it was definitely Spanish. And yeah. I think I was in Mexico and, and, you know, it was like, I would speak, which was really weird <laughs> because you'd speak and you'd have to pause while the translator <laughs> said what you said. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done that. And I'm a quick, I mean, I think while I'm talking, if I stop talking, I think I, my brain shuts off, which my wife would attest to, but, um, uh, and so I said, so what do you do? You walk into a retail store and what do you say? And, and they didn't even wait for the translation. They go, just looking. <laughs> so they knew just enough English to know exactly yeah, like, what you were So it was doing. all about drop the rope and you know how yeah, people yeah. are resistant to sales reps and they assume that you're going to be selling them and, you know. And yeah. I mean, so that's just a tr universal truth. We, we don't yeah. want to be sold anyway. So that, I love that. So you've been... But you've been looking, and we talked about in prepping for this. You've been working with a lot of organizations, and um, you wanted to share some habits. So tell us about that. Yeah, you know, I was just like, you know, really working with a lot of sales leaders, mm -hmm. and uh, just you know, they they're coming out of a lot of these workshops, and and we we do certification with them, and 
they, you know, they want to drive change. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they've been through lots of different things and they, they've gone through this model and that model. And they, you know, they, there's lots of different philosophies out there on how to drive, you know, sales yeah. from your team. And I was just kind of like, you know what, I've been, we've been kicking this around for what, 27 years. We've been yeah. connected with lots of different organizations. We work with our own sales teams. And I was kind of thinking, what are just some core habits? Mm that yeah. I see that, and then this is my opinion. You can, we'll, we'll just talk through them, but what are, what are four habits that I see from successful sales leaders and, and, and four habits that we can all work on Yeah, that we can continue to improve upon? Well, and what I love about what you said is it, it resonates with, with what I see and what we see. Cause, cause you know, I say this a lot when we kick off a workshop is we've been traveling around, as we mentioned the world traveling, training people. And so we just focus on what works, mm-hmm. right? We just, I remember we were, we were training Aflac and they have the top 10% of their 3000 leaders were in a room for training. And I'm like, so what do we do? We ask them questions. What do you do that work? <laughs> you're, you're, you're one of the most successful leaders in the organization. What are you doing that works? And so we yeah. constantly are asking those questions. And I think yes. it's not that you can agree or disagree. This is just what works. Yeah. Uh, and it's good to hear um, from people. And sometimes it's hard in organizations for us that to kind of talk to the people that are successful and say, hey, what are you doing that works? Maybe we feel like it's competition, but ultimately what you're saying, which I think is is always wise for us to consider, what are the people that are, what are they doing that works? And I, yeah. I think that's what you're really wanting to share. And that's it. And and so what I thought, I, we have, I have four that I've been yeah. working through. And I think for today, I'm going to kind of introduce you to all four and then we're mm-hmm. going to, we're going to dig into two of them, the first two, and then we'll come back and cover the other two later. So, yeah. cause I don't, I don't want to shortchange these two. I, I really do want to spend some time on them. So here's what I find here. The, the big four, I mean, drum, okay. need the drum roll, of course. Okay. Um, roll. Number one habit. Mm. Number one. They're other centered. I've never heard that term before. Yeah, so I, I know it's explain. a new yeah. term. I know this yeah. is this is earth shattering, yeah. but this is what they do. The habit is you've got to be other centered. That's got to be the mean? number one habit. If you want to be successful as a sales leader, um, I would say as a leader in general, who cares about sales, just period. You've yeah. got to be other centered. And, and we talk about other centered all the time. Um, and, but, but I do think I'm not going to skip over that because I, I think that it's really critical that we that we understand what that means and we talk and, and I want to dig into this with you a little bit mm-hmm. uh, today but we got to be other centered number 2 is weekly connection weekly weekly and mm-hmm. sometimes daily or if, you know there's some depending on where you are yeah. with your team member but i mean it is lots of touch points mm-hmm. lots of touch points and um uh, yeah, great. That's, that's a just, gap that's, for me. I realized recently that's a gap for me. Yeah. And I think I, I've been work, you know, managing somebody right now and, and I'm realizing the power of weekly connection too. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. it's just, and, I, and I'm talking to a lot of these sales managers and they're like, how often are you connect? Oh, you know, once a month, you know, we, we, we try to get connected on blah, blah, blah. And I'm just kind of going, I think we're spotting something here that in yeah. the great ones, they fight for it. It's a mm-hmm. weekly connection. So we're going to, that's number two, yeah. number three, is small victories. Mm, Okay. But, you know, really focus on, create a habit of focusing on small victories with your team. 
Mm, okay. Just win the day. You know me. I'm one of my favorite books that I've been. I'm, I'm rereading probably for the third time mm-hmm. right now. Win the day. It's it's all about that. It's just like, what am I doing to create small victories um, break every down day? This mammoth break it into, down into a little bitty victory that I can. I can. It is yes. so because you're overwhelmed, especially now with so oh. much hitting our plate. It's like, I mean, I was like this morning kind of working on an article or trying to write. As soon as I look up something, I go to my computer, I get 10 more emails <laughs> and I go to look at one other thing and I see something. It's just so hard. And then you start to feel this overwhelming, like, eh. I know. And, and then you know, a that's where a leader really can say, just do this. Let's yes. get this victory. And and especially a salesperson and, and you're, you're tr- especially someone who's a hunter. Yeah. yeah. Think about it. I mean, it's just tough. I mean, you're, you, you got a lot of rejection. You get a lot of, you're, you're, you're bumping into a lot of no's and, and just to, to, to pull it together mm-hmm. to where you just kind of have a victory, just every day, try to mm-hmm. fight through for a victory. Um, and number four is the fourth habit is making sure as a sales leader, you diagnose and develop your team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it, you don't. It doesn't mean we have meeting. We don't have like a coaching. Set. I mean, you can call it whatever you. Bottom line is, you diagnose and develop. You just don't get together with your team. I see this a lot. You know, oh yeah, well, I meet. We have a yeah. weekly. We have a monthly meeting, and we we do coaching. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what do you do? Well, we talk about our strategy. We talk about what we're gonna yeah. do here. What we're gonna do. And I'm like, so so how do you how are you developing them? Mm-hmm. as a as a salesperson like whoa i mean i'm helping them close deals it's like yeah, okay right. i hear that all the time and the great ones they're all about diagnose and develop i'm yeah. going to observe in whatever way it is my team and i'm going to break down and we're going to break it down we're going to take one step at a time one little yeah. victory it goes back to those small victories and you're going to work on one thing and you're going to have a victory that and you work on that. something else so those are the four habits yeah. That top I've leaders seen. know. Top leaders know that coaching is not a conversation. Exactly. And and, and there's nothing wrong with the conversation. There's nothing wrong no. with coaching people on deals. There's nothing. But leadership ultimately is about leverage, mm-hmm. right? How can I impart and help people get better so that they're doing their they're they're doing it. They're winning deals. They're growing. And unless yeah. we coach, which is about diagnosing what the gap is and yeah. working with them to develop new skill sets. Yeah. Which, by the way, is not a conversation. I can't have a conversation with you about golf, playing golf today. Uh, and that, <laughs> right. that's not going to, I mean, it's good to, hey, uh, you may want to use this club or do this or change yeah, that. Yeah. Great. That's part of it. There's nothing wrong. But if I'm going to get better at golf, I got to do things. Yeah. I and you want the pro needs, somebody things. needs to walk with you and watch you and go, oh, and okay, I get it. Here, do, oh, here's yeah. a suggestion. Here's one thing to work on this week. Mm-hmm. Yep. So those are the four. And you can it. tell there's a lot to unpack out of those four. Mm-hmm. So I thought, let's just double click into the first two today. Okay. Um, and we'll uh, be other center. That'll probably take a couple of seconds. Just be other well, center. <laughs> that's true. Just be other center. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> which love which sounds like, I know, I love people. Like, that's what people like. Well, of course, I love people. Well, I'm like, it's a lot more than just loving people. So, and, and some, we've talked about this before, but I, I do want to come back to it. It bears you, repeating. It bears, definitely bears repeating. I, I, I could talk about it every month to be a reminder, there's a reminder to me to continue to kind of strive for this. But you think about what we naturally do. We naturally gravitate to be self-serving. Don't mm-hmm. we? I mean, that's just kind of the way we are. I mean, we're focused on our numbers. We're focused on, we're feeling pressure. You know, I'm trying to drive this revenue. I'm trying to, you know, gosh, we're, you know, we're only at 70%. It's just mm-hmm. easy to just get self-absorbed. Yeah. 
and we, we all do default it. to self. That's what that means. You wake is. up and you think about self. I mean, self is the number one topic every time we enter a room, right. unless we do something about it. Yeah, and so great sales leaders they they create some way to daily remind themselves okay. to make the decision to be other centered. You know, daily. just daily. I mean, I think it's like we 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 leak. Yeah, <laughs> we may be all so, so other centered today, but it's funny. I go to bed, I wake up, and I just spring up self centered again. I mean, yeah. it's just it's you a went constant... to bed, you had a dream about others. No, you dream about <laughs> yourself. Then you looked at a picture that morning, and what did you look at yourself? Yeah, right. right. So uh, I just think it's making a decision. That's not hard, but it is. It's just it's it's a habit we need to get into. But then we other centered leaders they get tactical. Mm-hmm. Like they go, okay, I got to make this decision, but then what do I do with it? And mm-hmm. They serve more. Yeah. And this is one of the things that really helps me because it puts like legs on this other centered piece. Hank, before you dive into the, yeah. the tactical, I, I, I want to I want to hear what you have to say about this. You know, you were talking about being other centered and, and people can say, yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, mm-hmm. it just feels like the right thing to do. But 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 why is it? Why is it in our best interest to be other centered? In other words, why do the people that you see in the field, why do they wake up in the morning and make the decision to say, it's not going to be about me. It's going to be about my team members. Why do they know to do that? And why do they do that? Ah, it's a great question. Mm. The only reason they do that is that they have figured out one way or another that that's how they're most successful Yeah, and fulfilled. Yeah. Like it makes the job more enjoyable. To watch people because all of a sudden you see your people develop and you see that you're about yeah. them and that you're about serving them. All of a sudden that's energizing. And, and it's like, man, this is fulfilling. This is a whole lot better than just beating somebody upside the head and telling them to drive some numbers. You know, you're not, hey, I'm looking at a spreadsheet. Where are you, Johnny? Yeah. Johnny, what's going on? You know, and all they they realize that. Like they've had that, they've tasted that development. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's oh, part well. of it. And and I, you know, I you know, I just think they've figured out they make more money. I mean, yeah. they're more sick. Their teams are the best. I mean, they're more engaged. They're more engaged. They're, they're people, yeah. I they, always say they, people will follow you if you are for them. Yeah. It's a great way to put it. Yeah. And you just reminded me of a podcast I listened to. I think I sent this to you. There's a leader at Aflac who mm-hmm. we've worked with for years. Um, and he's kind of responsible for our catalyst, rolling our catalyst program to all their leaders and reinforcing it. And he sent me this podcast where he shared his story. And I didn't really know his full story. He tells about his leader was other centered. Mm. And, and I, again, I never said he was, he was in the decline. I think he lost his, his mother, I think. And he started just having some personal problems due to that. He started gaining a lot of weight. I think he started having some bad habits. He didn't really get into detail, but he was going off the cliff. Mm. And he said that. Like he was suicidal and his leader being other centered said, he said, and no pressure was communicated. He noticed him. He saw what was going on. It wasn't about Mm -hmm. the numbers. He, and he looked at him, he said with compassion. And he said, do you want to get better? Mm, That's really good. And and he basically said, it's not about work. Yeah. It's not about, it's not about you. It's like, I worried about you and I'm willing to do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Let business go and you go focus on getting better. And he said he, he, that turned him around. 
Mm-hmm. And now he really basically his whole focus, he said this is crazy, is to teach other leaders how to be other centered. Because <laughs> he experienced what that's like. Now he's a star. Right. And it's all because this leader took the time to mm-hmm. decide to be other centered and invest in him and look at how that's bearing fruit. Because yeah. it's like it, it, people all want that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think how fulfilling that is yeah. for that leader that did that. I mean, that's exactly yeah. what we're just talking about. I mean, my goodness, that's like, he's going to, he's got a legacy. Like he's leaving a legacy Yeah, and that great. can go to someone else and someone else. So no, I, I love it. I love it. Um, so back to the tactical. So yeah, you the saying, tactical. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the story, so how do you I just do it? Told, what do I do? Yeah. What do I do? So yeah. let's just take this, the guy that you just talked about. I yeah. mean, this is probably what he did. He had to decide, right? So then he goes, mm-hmm. okay, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to serve more. He decided to serve more. And, and there's three steps to this. You have to first care more. Mm-hmm. Like if you do not care, you're not going to go anywhere. It doesn't matter. Just, like, it doesn't I don't care about matter. you. I don't care about, I don't care I don't about, care you. about So that kind I of got a number in. to hit. And I don't know what's going on with you, but can we kind of get the thing? Can we just like get our life together so we can get this? Number? Right. So that kind of feeds back into the, make the decision. I got to yeah. care more, which if, once I do that, then I have to learn more. This mm. is the gold. Yeah. This is what he did in the example you just said. He said, uh, Oh, Oh, I need to learn more so that I can do the third piece, which is do more. Because if I don't Mm. learn more, how am I going to do more? And that's Mm. what other centered leaders do. They care so that they learn and then they do. And you, Mm. you taught me this, Tom, long time ago. I mean, because you've always been so good at this and, and gift giving was the, the, the spot where I noticed it, I was like, man, you always give like really great gifts. So you give mm-hmm. great gifts to your wife. You get, you just, that's just, you, and you're, and I watched you cause I was such a bad gift giver. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I'm the worst gift cause I don't really care about gifts. Well, so because it's not, not the thing. thing you need. That's the learn more thing. You don't yes. care about Like I don't buy you gifts because you're like, I don't know, just, I'd rather you hang out with me. Right. <laughs> cause you know, that's my number one. Love yeah. Life. Like that's, that's part of learning. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's just very it. true. Yeah, it's very true. And, and so you, but you would do that. Like, as I would just, mm-hmm. especially with my wife, I would just give such bad gifts. I mean, I'm just be like, Oh yeah, we got to get something. I got to go online. Yeah. What's a top mother's day gift, you know, <laughs> you know, whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. it has nothing to do with what she cares Wait, about. As I'm checking out a public, <laughs> that seems like something she might want, <laughs> you know, and it's on my way home. Look at those flowers right there. They're wilted yeah. and bad, but I'm, it's really convenient. Yeah. No, but I got to, I got to care more. I got to learn more i gotta and, and, and so start like you know i just did it yesterday i've got i'm, I'm still not good tom but i'm yeah. getting i'm trying to continue to get better like i heard a comment on someone's bag like down yeah. at the beach yeah and i and I, I came back and i put it in my notes on my phone i went this and it's nothing but i would never remember that and now i'm yeah. going oh that's going to be a gift that's going to be in my pile but that's what other center people do they they yeah. learn more they're constantly learning like he was like i'm learning what's going on do you want to get better tell me what's happening in your life because mm-hmm. then you can do more now you can get connected and you think about with that guy the story you told the way he could do more, he, and I don't know his whole story, but, but obviously he's doing things that are connected right. to his yeah. bigger problem, which it. guess what? It drives, it drives revenue. It drives change. So love it. So can I, you got to care more, 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 do more. Yeah. Can I tell you how I blew this last week? Please. I love when you share stories. Like uh, yeah, well, I, I don't want to just gloss over the care more because 
it really does start with there. Like you have to see a person more than their contribution mm-hmm. or more than the number. Like it's so easy to go, Hey, look, you are supposed to contribute that mm-hmm. right. Versus you're a human being that has a whole world happening. You have emotions, you have needs, right. you have things happening in your personal. Life. So last week I just come out of a meeting with one of our leaders and he's basically telling us our leads are down or marketing struggling and he's not getting, he's doing this thing and he needs leads. And so he's putting, I'm feeling pressure to mm-hmm. support him. Right. So that makes sense. Um, in my role, I'm responsible for marketing. And so now I have a meeting with my marketing person. Well, the marketing person, Jenna had COVID. Oh gosh. Yeah. You know, she's, she's, I mean, she's in the middle of COVID. She's just coming out of it and I don't care. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I really, I mean, I don't, and this is back to the side thing, mm-hmm. right? I did not before the meeting yep. make a decision That's perfect. that I'm more successful if I serve my organization who then serves our customers. Mm-hmm. I made the, I didn't make a decision, which is really important because if you don't make a decision, I default to self. I always right. default to self. If I don't stop, whether I'm walking in the room with my wife, whether I'm, you know, whatever I'm doing, if I don't make a decision, I'm going to default to self. So I defaulted to self and I started putting pressure on her and I tried to act like I cared, but I didn't. <laughs> it's kind of hard to fake that care thing. I tried that for years. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Really sorry. Hey, sorry. Anyway, it must so, be tough. Yeah, well, anyway, who cares? next week. Oh yeah. yeah whatever. I, 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 and I also knew she, Jenna knows me well enough to know that, it, that, that she, she can tell that I'm just in a bad place. So I, I reached back out and apologized yeah, and said, awesome. I'm sorry. You know, I'm feeling, and, and, you know, and then we had, so this week we got another meeting and we spent an hour over an hour talking about things other than work. Yeah. And I believe, and and she was serving me actually. Um, mm-hmm. And I believe um, those things bear such fruit. Yes. Last week, maybe I would have moved the needle a little bit on leads that we needed, but what, this is a big picture. This is, I don't want somebody that's going to work really hard for three months and leave and I got to replace them again. You know, none of us want that. And we want to be able you know, we want them to engage. We want them to, you know, care about what they're doing and all of those things happen. So I I just, you just reminded me of that. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. That's exactly what we're doing. So you, you may be going, okay, got it. I care more. So I learn more. So I do more. Well, what are some things that I need to learn? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, is because that's that's a pretty broad thing. I mean, and we talk about there's, you know, you can learn about people's personality style. You like you said, their love language could be. Yeah. I mean, there's all these things. But I know you have been specifically working on, um, really, kind of more perspective on the different needs of different sellers, like almost getting it even more tactical. Going, yeah. what are like learn, <laughs> learning the needs of our sellers, learning the needs. Um, so I, I was hoping you could share some of that with us because I know you, you've been focused on that. Yeah, Tab, that, you know, I realize you know, probably because of this conversation, you know, we talk about being other centered mm-hmm. and we talk about the forward verbs of being other centered and um, decide and choose and serve more and seek feedback and those things. And we, we teach that all the time. But I realize, especially this is a kind of, I think, bubbled up as we've talked to great leaders um, through the years is they don't really know what the needs of their sales organization is. Like what, what, what are the needs of my team? What, 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 what do I need to be doing? What do I need to, what really drives engagement? Right. Why do people want to change and why do people stick? Those are really what we want. You know, we want people to desire to change and desire to stay. Mm -hmm. Right. If we don't have that, 
nothing else matters. We, we manage them. It's just a conversation about numbers and no one gives a crap. Right. And we got a coach and they're like, whatever. You can't make people get better at something. You can make <laughs> them show up to a meeting and that's it. <laughs> that is exactly right. But it drives you crazy because you're going, what? But like, I mean, I, there's a guy that when I, on my team yeah. a while back, I mean, it was the same. It drove me absolutely insane because I'm like going, really? You know, you've got this pain. You know, you've got this problem. I want to help you with that. I got lots of ideas. But he, he just dis, doesn't want he he just doesn't want to get better, and I he can't make want, it. You and can't I'm just make going, him. But you, I'm telling I tell him all the benefits of making a couple yeah. small changes in his life, and, and he can't do it. He just doesn't want to do it. No, and 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 the and the, uh, the smart leader knows nothing else needs to be done. I I can't be more motivated than my team member. The only yes. thing I need my complete focus needs to be on how, what do I need to do to get that person mm -hmm. to develop, to be intrinsically motivated to yep. get better and go to the next level. And so that really boils down to understanding what is it they need, because this helps us unlock the key to the problem. Like, you know, okay, we got to figure out how, okay. So it's one of these six and you just talked about number one valued people uh. want to be uniquely valued. Mm. right they want to know that they're unique we all as humans want to feel like that we are not just one speck of sand on a beach but <laughs> the, you know we all want right. to be we want to be uniquely valued it's one of our greatest needs is to feel like you see me mm -hmm. like so when a leader notices and this is where we teach treat everybody equal but differently mm-hmm Everybody gets the attention. I look at all my team members. Who are they? And this is the this is really about the whole, exactly what you're talking about. Who are they, and what do they care about? This is why gifts are so important. Mm -hmm. Like if I can go out of town and bring a purse back to, because I know exactly how my wife wants the strap and how she wears it and the size of purse and what she puts in the purse and the color that she wants. She goes, "You have to care about me. You have right. to." Yeah. There's no. You know, it's like when my parents buy me something that I don't like. Oh, you should like this lamp. And I'm like, well, that's not my style. I don't like, I don't like farm. I'm not farm. You know, is your mom going to be hurt when she hears and this. You're going to have to call her and this apologize. Is years ago. And I don't think she listens to my podcast, uh, but it's like, then I'm like, well, you, you don't, you don't know me. Right. And yeah. so I'm not valuable. And so when we say, regardless of their performance, and this is critical because this doesn't take much time. Mm -hmm. Like this is a rep who doesn't want me to call them out in meetings and appraise them. Mm -hmm. Like I learned this about my wife. She does not want me to praise her publicly. Shocked mm -hmm. me. Yeah. She wants, she likes little notes mm -hmm. and she, you know, she wants me to say things to her. Um, and so she has her own unique. So when I notice out of all the people on my team, mm -hmm. what's their style? What do they care about? Do I know what's happening? You know, that uniquely valued, that meets an emotional need that, that, that I, it is my greatest need. It meets an emotional, it's not, it's not logical. It's emotional. And that's why, mm -hmm. that's why we do what we do. So number one valued. Do you agree with that tab? hundred percent. Yeah. I just, just, just it, it, amazing. And it, yeah. it sounds so easy, but it's, yeah, well, it's just... so, it's so easy to overlook by the way, for achievers. Yeah. Because we feel uniquely valued by achieving. Yes. Don't buy me a gift. Don't talk to me about my needs. Don't do that. Just help me win my thing. And so a good leader goes, oh, you're an achiever. That's what we're going to do. We're going to conquer that mountain. Yeah. And so they don't get it. They don't go, well, other people need, you're uniquely feel, you know, uniquely valued mm -hmm. by doing something.
Uh, okay, and this is the one that I struggle with, Tab. Number okay. two, they need vision. Mm. Okay, so this is what that means, right? They they okay. they may need they may not believe the vision, and they may not understand it or believe it. And this this they're asking multiple questions here. Where are we going? How will we get there? And this is really critical. What's my part in the story? Yeah, and if they don't see that. They, oh, they, so yeah. often it's like, here's where we're going and here's our plan. And you guys need to get your act together because this is where we're going. And if you're not part of the team, <laughs> right. it's like a military thing. If you're not part <laughs> right, of the team, right, right. Like, but a good leader looks at their people and says, this is your part and we won't get there without you. Yeah. And this is what, if you can do this, this is how it fits into this bigger mm -hmm. picture. You're critically important for this. Yes. Ooh, that's are, really good. You are critically, I can't get there without you. And so I, I'm not, I need to work on that too. You know, yeah, it's, just, I, it's kind of an in to me, it's so, it seems so intuitive. Yeah. Like, of I think course the problem you know. is we either know it so well, or we don't know it at all. Yeah. That's true. Like we, we know it so well. We're like, why do I need to tell everybody? Everybody knows this, which everybody, <laughs> of course, this is where we're going. <laughs> everybody knows. Everybody's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but we've talked about it. It doesn't matter. I really know. I really don't know it. You just yap about something and I go, yeah, okay, great. Yeah. I work here. I guess I need to care about that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or we don't know it. And so we're kind of exactly. skipping it. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I guess we'll bump into it on the way. Yeah. I don't know where they're going. So let's not talk about it. I think I'm climbing up a mountain, but I'm actually going down a cliff off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And it, the cool thing is, if you're leading a team of 10, mm -hmm. you can have a vision for your team. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, if you're not being led somewhere, lead your team. You create a vision for your team. You can create mm -hmm. it. And there's another part of vision, is it, will it really happen? Yeah. There's a survey I read recently. Um, it was it was conducted by Handshake, which is an employment site for Generation mm. Z, which is going to dominate the workforce in a couple of years. Okay. Um, and it said if they asked 2,800 graduates, what's the number one thing they want in a job? And they said stability. Really? Yeah, which shocked me, actually. Yes. They want stability. I would have think advancement or, you know, mm -hmm. opportunity. 25% no. said that. 85%. I mean, obviously, there was multiple questions. And so the, 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 highest, the highest percentage put um, stability. And so wow. the people want to know, you know, there's a lot of changes happening. I mean, I, mean, yeah. I don't know if COVID's really that. I don't really care. But people, people want to know, is this real? Yeah. Can we get there? And they want to know the story. So that, and that's a little bit of a logic thing, right? It's like I, I need to yep. know this. Yeah. Uh, the third one tab is is really related, obviously, to the a vision. But, and this is the one I think, I think this may be the number one thing leaders miss. And this is alignment. In other okay. words, the reps asking the question, my team members asking the question are, 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 where am I going? Like <laughs> you just told me where you're going. Right. The next question is, where am I going? And if there's not alignment, yeah, you're going to have problems. And by the way, a lot of people don't want to focus on the lack of alignment. The leader doesn't want to, and the rep doesn't want to. In other words, they just kind of wake up in the morning. They go, well, I got a job. I got to go to work. And they don't want to go stop and go, where am I going? A lot of people don't have goals. Yeah. 
And yeah. so if I don't have a destination, so first of all, I have to have a destination. If I'm a leader, I need to help my people go, what do you want to do? What's the destination? If I go to kayak and I'm going to search for, for a hotel or a plane, the first thing I have to enter in is a destination. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go, where am I going? So where, and I, this is so powerful, but it's so overlooked. Like, what is my goal? Where am I going? And people go, I don't know. I don't really know. I'm just kind of going to work. I'm trying to do the thing. So we got to help them get a destination and then create alignment. If the, where we're going as an organization isn't aligned with their personal goals, they will not be motivated. Yeah. Because yeah, most which, of the time it, when there's a want, I got to say this tab. Yeah. Most of the time when there's a desire problem, it is a wanting problem, not a discipline problem. That was, that blew my mind when I learned that. I say that. I again. Thought it did. When people don't have a desire as a leader, I think they have a discipline problem. You aren't disciplined. Oh, you need to be okay. disciplined. You're not yeah. eating correctly. You need to be disciplined. You're not doing the things to be healthy. You're not disciplined. You are not working hard. You are not disciplined. That's not the problem. But the problem is they don't want something. They have to want something that the work helps them get. And when they don't want it, they're not motivated. Like if you want to be good at golf, you practice golf. If you don't care- right. You're not going to, you're not going to do it. So yeah. that's a, that's really important. So you're, you're to get people to, to work hard. You have to figure out first, not work hard. Yeah. Be like me. Mm -hmm. you, what is it? You, I got to figure out what you want. And if what they want doesn't align with the vision. Yeah. You need to have a fork in the road conversation. Well, and I think what can be hard tell me if you think this is true. Um, I, Cause I'm not very good at this, but uh I, I kind of, I'll assume, I think sales leaders do this. Yeah. I, I'll assume that they've figured that out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, of course they know that. So that's why I do what you just said. I just go, well, you're just not working hard or you're not doing this or you're not doing that, which is wrong. Like, it's just, it's, there are, like you said, 25% probably do the 75% don't. And you, and, and they, they, it's not like they act, they say that they don't, they act like they do, but they don't. And I love this because what it is, it's a litmus test for me to double click into that with my team, mm. you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to use this today. You know, I love that. I'm going to use this today. It um, is, it is the most overlooked. I, I mean, my me, I am not a natural goal setter. I mean, I had some big plans for my life when I was younger. Yeah. Like I knew I wanted to play professional football. Like mm -hmm. that's the only, I mean, I remember, and then I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but it's like you break down my goal for this year Yeah. and say, okay, what's exactly, I mean, I, I do not naturally do that. I have to learn to do that. And then when I do, and here's the cool thing, if you're a leader, what you focus on determines what you desire, right? If you can get a rep to come up with what they want. And you get them to write it down, they will want that. Yeah. So if you like, what do you want? I want to, well, I don't know. Well, do you want a better house? Do you want to make more money? Do you want a promotion? Do you want this? Do you want to travel? What do you want? I don't know. I just I just kind of come to work. Well, let's let's figure that out. Let's figure out what you want. You remember when we decided that we wanted to go to all 50 states, as stupid as that is. Oh, uh, yeah. We've talked about that 300 times. And now we were one state away. Yeah. Because we've now we wanted to do, I have a friend who wants to shoot a turkey in every state. <laughs> but I mean, it is funny. So like I'm in Iowa and I, yeah. I, I like go take a three and a half dry, hour drive to some other, you know, whatever the state that's there exactly right. for that exact reason. And that's dumb. You know? It's dumb. Like, it's like, but you want, and marketing knows that marketing knows if yeah. I can dangle this car in front of you, or I can dangle this thing in front of you and I yeah. get you to look at it enough. 
you'll want a new car. And it's true. Like I keep seeing these Land Rovers and I'm like, I like that Land Rover. <laughs> I like that. If I hadn't seen that, if I hadn't thought about it, I wouldn't right. want it. Yeah. But so it's gotta, gotta know what they want and it's gotta be aligned to where you're going. And if not, you need to have a fork in the road conversation with no judgment. There's not a bad person. It's just an alignment problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. All right. What else you got? Uh, number four is purpose. Why are we doing what we're doing? And this is a simple solution for all people in sales. It needs to be more about the number. It needs to be about serving customers. We need to make, we need to get them really connected. I remember working with Cox. They did a beautiful, beautiful job of this is saying how they were saving lives by implementing their technology. Yeah. I remember that. It was healthcare. Look, these people are able to use telemedicine and telemedicine saves lives. It's like, Oh, that's what we're doing. We're not just selling, you know, voice over data equipment. No, it's, it's, it's all about serving the customer. Everything we do in sales is about solving customer problems. And when it becomes about that versus a stock price or helping right. my leader make more money or get a bonus, which by the way, is very mm -hmm. motivational for a lot of people, but it's not, it's not the, it's, it misses that core. Like I want to, we, we all want to have purpose. That's just a human thing. We all want to right. know where life matters and we, we desire to deepest level to have purpose. If we get money without purpose, we'll be, we'll have, we'll just like, well, what, what's that for? So that we got to have, we got to connect uh, what they're doing to the serving the customer. And that's the simplest way to do it. So, I mean, every, and by the way, here's the cool thing. No one argues with serving the customer. Yep. Every time you make the subject about serving the customer and how, why, why is what you're, okay. So you're an account manager and you're in this account and you really don't want to ask more questions or, or move upstream or ask questions or focus on this other department. Mm -hmm. How is that best for the customer? And if they say, well, it's best for the customer because I'm like, okay, listen to them. Most of them go, well, I don't really, it, well, I don't really, I mean, I just I don't, don't know. Want, I just don't, don't want to do I, it. I hadn't really <laughs> thought about it like that. It yeah. I just don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't get, here's what they'll say. I don't get comped on selling that. Yeah. Well, is that, is that about you or is that about the customer? Right. And so as you just keep being sincere about that, two more leads, Tab, and, and these are, these are pretty easy. Again, we're talking about what do we need to learn and what we need to learn is, is what need do they have that will unlock their desire? So we've talked about, are they valued as a human, vision, alignment, purpose, mastery, people want to feel like they're good at something. They will do all kinds of things to be good at something and feel good. It's like, yeah, I drove by a tennis, uh, some tennis uh, facility a couple of months ago, nine o'clock at night, lights are on this lady's practicing tennis, 50 right. year old woman practicing tennis. She's not going to be a professional tennis. Why is she practicing? tennis? She likes to feel good at tennis. Mm -hmm. Like she's probably on a team. It feels good to be good at something. Like it's just, everybody wants mastery. I want to feel like, I don't want to feel like an idiot. Right. You know, so they, and this goes back to why you're going to talk about your fourth habit, diagnose and develop, because yes. if they don't feel good at their role, especially if you're changing your strategy or you're moving your team in a new direction mm -hmm. and they're having to learn a new thing and they suck at it, they will stop doing it. Yeah. It's why when we train people, you know, and they leave the workshop on Thursday, they go right back to what they were doing on Friday. Right. It's just, because it's, but, it, it's what's comfortable. Yep. Yep. It's like, oh, yeah, I mean, that new thing's uncomfortable. And this old thing is comfortable. It doesn't mean if it doesn't work, but I'm comfortable. So we got to help them get better at their job. And then the last one uh, is ownership. And, mm. and this is this is very overlooked. 
And this is very simple to do. And we, it's like as a parent, it's really hard to do it. Right. Uh, it's like I see a good parent. They're taking their kids up. Maybe it's an eight-year-old kid buying ice cream. Good parent. Doesn't say a word. You pick out the ice cream you want. Right. You're, in, you're a parent that struggles with this, wants to be needed, wants to, you know, uh, here, what well, you could do that. How about this? What do you want? You know, they're helping them figure out ice cream. Good parent says, get your ice cream, go to the store and pay for it. Go to the counter and pay for it. They're teaching them. You, they got to own it. I don't know if that was a good example, but in, in leading, there's so many ways that we can say ownership. You walk into a coaching session. What yeah. do you want to work on? Yeah. And this is really important because mm -hmm. you, it's, it's a need they have that they often, they don't know that they need that. And I, maybe all of point. them are like They may this. resist that. That's exactly. a really good point. Like they go, um, but, but why? And you know, it's in their, being other centered, you know, it's in their best interest to teach them to own it. Because but they would rather pass the buck. They would definitely, yeah. you know, I've, I've got somebody I manage right now, you know, that, 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 that you can just see there are, there are, I've managed a lot of people like that. Like they just don't, they don't get it. They just are like, just, I want to get this job done. Just tell me what I need to do. Just tell me no, what I'm, I do. And I was I'm like, afraid. no, I'm not yeah. going to do that. But why? Because it's not in your best interest. That's what yeah. I love about this. I've got my job as a leader is I have to connect those dots and help them see why it's in their best interest to own this. Mm -hmm. It's their plan. It needs to be their, their goal, deal. their plan, their career, their thing, because otherwise they're just going to be sitting around waiting for you to tell them what to do. And eventually they're going to either stay in that seat. And some people <laughs> will stay in that seat. And you can be that person, just not on my team. And yeah, here's yeah. a foreign reason. I'm not going to allow people who want to just sit in a seat and be told what to do. Just tell yeah. me what to do. One is they'll probably fail anyway. But B is because they, they, the A, the A players don't want to be on that person's team. No. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I'm watching that uh, last stand documentary with Michael Jordan. Oh yeah. He would, he would not tolerate that. Yeah. And like, we are all going for a championship. And if you are not that guy, you are not. And he would get in people's faces and they did not like him. But he was all about, we're going here. And if you're not, you're not about that. And so yeah. A players, now he's not the coach. The coach just facilitated all that. Yeah, yeah. And A players want to be on a team. And so if the coach started and the owner started bringing in C players, A players would leave. They'll go. So yeah, you that's bring important. an organization that's a great like, takeaway. hey, we are all going away. We are all going in this direction, baby. And this is all, and he goes, and they're like, I don't know. What do you want me to do? I'm like, what do you want to do? I don't know. We'll come back tomorrow and tell me what you want to do. What are your goals? Where are you headed? What do you want to work on? So anytime you have a management meeting, like, what's your plan? I don't know. What's yeah. my plan? I don't know. They, you just keep, and we surveyed, as I mentioned in the beginning of this, the top leaders at Aflac. Yeah. All of them did this. Hmm. They all looked at their team and said, where, where are you? And they, they, they basically, their strategy was according to what their, what their team member chose to do. Yeah. You chose to be an independent and you don't want to, you don't want to work on anything. You're just kind of stuck. You're hitting your number. Great. I'm going to go over here and work with these other people. You let me know when you want to get better. Yeah. And, yeah. and of course, if they're above the line, they're hitting their number. Yeah. You know, now that doesn't mean they don't connect with their people. Right. Which is what you're talking about. You constantly are connecting with them because you're right. building that relationship and hopefully uh, yeah, that yeah. will unlock it. But you, you have to be more intentional. I know. Yeah. Yeah, more intentional. So those are the six critical needs 
that really drive desire, desire to stay and desire to change. And if we, if we learn that tab, then we can serve more effectively. Well, this is, this is great. I know we're, we're out of time. I know we need to wrap yeah. this up, which is, I'm so glad we were, and actually we're, we're covering the first, <laughs> but that's all we're covering. Yeah. So, so we have these four habits that we see. And the first one is be other centered. And that's mm. what we really, and then we've, we talked about weekly connections, small victories, diagnose and develop that's coming next. But, but th- this is all about care more, learn more and do more. We got to care about them. We got to learn. And what you just unpacked, I think, is extremely helpful. Um, Some real specific things that we need to be learning about our sellers, our team members. And then then it gives us the opportunity to do more. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's a great place to wrap up for today. And then we'll come back and, and tackle the next three habits that are out there. I love it, Tab. Thanks for thanks for bringing in best practices from the field and um, always sharing and helping us get better. My friend love working with you. And, um, and you know, maybe we can share more about your artwork later in next episode. (laughs) Kind of, you could provide some, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) maybe some, maybe for all those art lovers out there, you could provide some tips. I can break it down. Maybe so. Maybe so. (laughs) Our barbecue. (laughs) Yeah. Or be, I'm better at that. I'll teach people how to make really good, pulled pork yeah i know you're i know what you need and it's not art (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) all right everyone thanks for joining us for another episode of sales with aslan and we need feedback guys constantly looking for how we can do it better or what you need so always love comments and encouragement have a great week Mm -hmm.